Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's a Tuesday morning. Taz and the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. You've got Mike Pete across the way. Andrew with your updates. What's up, Taz? What's going on, man? Uh, good, Moose. Good. Good to see you. Great to be here. It's awesome to be here. I love everybody. Yes, yes, yes. As uh, you know, we got a lot to uh, lot to chat about here over the course oh, yeah. of the next three hours. Yeah, so a little Monday Night Football down in uh, Mexico. Mexico City last night at uh, what uh, Stadio Azteca, um, yes. and. Uh, you know, certainly the, the field held up. There were a lot of divots. I know that was an issue and the yeah. concern for Andy Reid with his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, we know it was an issue a year ago where they decided to move the uh, Chiefs and Rams game from Mexico City out to Los Angeles in uh, the Coliseum because the field was in such bad condition. It was not nearly that, not even close to that last right. night. It was. I thought the, the field at the start looked very, very good. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I do enjoy the international field to NFL football a little bit more than you do, Taz, and we've been down that road before. And, uh, you know, I thought last night uh, you saw the Chargers and Chiefs put themselves put on a pretty good show. Yeah, it was a good show. I mean, I, like you're right. I'm not into the international flavor that much. I mean, Mexico's a beautiful country. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no, no. I'm just but, talking yeah. about taking American yeah, football across the, yeah, the no, board. No, you're right. That's my thing. I'm not into that that much. But it, it, was, a, it was a fun watch this night for sure. Uh, stadium Azteca, it's just huge, big. I mean, like when you look at the bowl of it, the stadium, you know, where the seating is, like it's just, it, it almost is bigger than most NFL. A lot of those international, like where they play soccer, a lot of these stadiums all over the world, not just, you know, in America, they, they always feel bigger to me. I don't know if it's the way that the architecture is uh, back in the day, how it was done compared to the way American architects are. I don't know nothing about architecture. I'm sure I could learn it pretty quick. Uh, if I put my mind into it, but that's a whole other story. But then the stadium looked like the bowl part, like the, just bigger, like yeah, the bulbous. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I I think the most soccer stadiums are smaller than NFL stadiums. But I think when you look They're at smaller, most soccer ones, right? Most spo- oh, soccer know. specific. Oh, oh just when, for soccer. Yeah, correct. Yeah, like when you look at soccer-specific stadiums. What else they do there at Azteca when they play there? Soccer. Uh, well, uh, I think they've had they've had World Cups there. They play soccer matches there. They, I yeah. think they've had boxing matches there. Oh, uh, yeah, remember yeah, yeah. before the yes, game? Yeah, yes, yes, uh, before the game, you had right, Julio right. Cesar Chavez. Chavez. Uh, you know the great fighter, the great Mexican fighter, great talking fight, about the yeah. very fact of uh, uh, of one of his matches being you know at, at stadium, stadium Azteca. Yeah, Correct. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know, besides soccer and the occasional NFL game once a year um, and maybe the occasional boxing match, I don't know exactly what else they, they do there. But, um, I mean, I'm sure they have a ton of concerts and stuff like that. Yeah, con- I, I guarantee it, and I, I should know this and I don't, I guarantee they probably had a lot of different wrestling matches, like the Lucha Libre, a lot of wrestling I'm sure match. they guarantee. do. Re- wrestling, you know, Lucha Libre there in, in their country is gigantic for, for decades upon decades, so... I would assume so. Uh, I'm just going yeah. in by the soccer stadium. I'm sure there are some that are as big as NFL stadiums. I'm just going by on the average. Like, if you look at soccer-specific stadiums, say, here in the United States, yeah. and they're kind of based on what you see over in Europe. Different Like, story. there's one down in Harrison, New Jersey, uh, close to where we broadcast from, where, you know, the, the MLS team that represents, you know, New York, New Jersey – uh, you know, that's, you know, I, I think that holds maybe 30,000, I think. The Red Bulls? Correct. Stadium? Yes. 
Oh, it's empanada friends. Yes, correct. I think oh, that holds about 30,000. I think you're right about that. that. I uh, never, you've been in there? I've never been in there. Uh, no, but I know buddies have. They say it's great. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like, it's a it's a beautiful stadium looks, to watch soccer. Looks nice. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, but last night, I agree with you. It has this, you know, very, very uh, large uh, feel to it, which is what the NFL wants, yeah, right? Big, look how big yeah, it looks. No, I know. Yeah. It's we a, had it's, video we could show you that that still shot, but we don't. Correct. It's a it's a big stadium last night, and you know, the fans were into it. The place was packed. You know, a number of people make the trip down to Mexico City as well to go take in the NFL yeah. game. Uh, you know, the field got a little chunkier as the game did go along, and really the the best friend to the Kansas City Chiefs last night happened to be Phillip Rivers as he throws four interceptions. Oof. Um, and has himself a, a god-awful night. Throws for well over 300 yards, but those four picks are going to be an absolute killer and were a killer for the Los Angeles Chargers last night. I mean, what, I mean, let me, I'd just love to get your take, Moose. You know, you've covered his career a lot longer than I have. I mean, is it, you know, I'm going here, Rivers. I mean, is it like, is, is, he, is he hitting that twilight part of, part of his career all the years he's played? You know, he's, he's, he's. He didn't look good at all last night. I mean, he just looked really No, he really didn't. Bad. And he's I mean, up there at age. He does have a contract after this year. And I know the, the you know, a lot of the people were kind of saying it's time for the Chargers to move on or find themselves a young quarterback to replace Phillip Rivers sooner rather than later. Um, you know, do I, I mean, he still throws the ball the same way. Uh, I just think some of his decision-making is quite poor. I mean, his last interception in the end zone when the Chargers have got one last chance to tie it up. Uh, down 24-17. I mean, that's an awful throw that he throws into coverage. He thinks right. the guy's going to be wide open on the wheel route. It's not. Sorensen's there, and he underthrows the receiver as well on the throw. Uh, that's not analyzing. When Matthew comes over, uh, you know, the honey badger, and and, and picks it off play, over yeah. the middle, right? Some I mean, play. that was, yeah, and I think he baited him into his throw. Right. Because right when he made the throw, right. you saw the honey badger make a break on the football. One of the interceptions was, you know, the, the hit by Clark, I believe it was, ball bounces up into the defensive lineman's hands. You can't blame I mean, it on Rivers. No, right? you can't yeah, blame yeah, that yeah, one on yeah. Rivers, but the other three you can. Yeah, yeah. The Honey Badger uh, INT was phenomenal. was I mean, great. Was, yeah. And then he takes it down deep into their own end. He goes yeah. all the way down to basically the 10 or 11-yard line. <laughs> he got something else. He really you know, is. He really, he's, he's, he's like, you know, you, you don't talk about him much, but then when you see him, you play, and he makes some plays. like, okay, I forgot how good that dude is, man. He's the real deal. He's great. And he's not a big guy. LSU guy, right? No. LSU, Another one yeah. of those LSU great Correct, DBs. Yeah. They, they've had a, a plethora of them. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun watch last night. I mean, I mean, the, the Chiefs needed to get needed this win to get themselves a seven to four for sure. Um, you know, I mean, Mahomes. I mean, is Mahomes? What's going on, with Mahomes? It's not. It's like not like I guess DCs are figuring him out because last year it was like a different animal. I mean. I mean, he's playing good this year, but like not not last night, 182 yards. Well, uh, but I but I also think that um, he wasn't asked to do all that much either. You know, uh, it yeah. was one of those games yeah. where you know they ran for 130 yards as a team. He had 59 yards on the ground. That's the one thing I would think I would be happy about if I'm a Chief fan <laughs> is that the week previous against the Titans, I don't think he had one rushing yard. Um, so it showed you that he was kind of working his way back in. They were a little concerned about the field going into it. The fact that Mahomes rushes for 59 yards, scrambles for yeah. 59 yards, breaks containment, and is able to do that task. What that shows me is, you know, even you know, even though it's not the prettiest of wins, I'm happy today if I'm a Chief fan because I think my quarterback's healthier this week than he was a week ago, yeah, or feels right. more confident yeah. about that need this week than he did a week ago. Right, so right. that's a positive sign for Patrick Mahomes here moving forward. 
I mean, did they did the you know as offenses figure them out? I think when Tyreek Hill goes out with that hamstring injury, Chad Taz, I think mm. it changes everything. It does because yeah. he is, as we know. I mean, I don't I don't know if there's a faster wide receiver ball in the hand uh. or going to attack the football in the air than Tyreek Hill. There are bigger receivers. There are probably more overall physically gifted receivers, but I don't know if there's anybody that's faster than Tyreek Hill. And when he goes out of the game, that really does change that yeah, offense. It, it does, and it changed it because he's a massive part, to your point, he's a massive part of their game plan, even that time on certain routes as a decoy. You know, and if they want to hit Kelsey or something like that instead of him, the, you know, but... As far as Hill, he's such. You're right. He is just. He's like watching a video game when he's healthy and he's on point. I mean, he is just. Uh, he's a dynamic, unbelievably talented player. And dealing with that strained hamstring is something that that can nag. So uh, I guess we'll especially have to see what a happens. speed guy. Yeah, because that's where you get your explosion from. Your your they come from the hammies. It come. That's where the initial explosion is going to come out of. So they trigger right the, those little muscles and that that strain down the back of your from your buttocks down to your bend, the bend of your knee. I'm getting deep here. In yeah, there one. you go. Yeah, but those things trigger when they trigger. Pop, pop. That that's that's where that explosion comes from. So the really fast guys able have to fire. To, they fire right. That's the word you're looking for. Fire. And so, and so Hill goes out of the game last night with that hamstring injury. You know, I I think I think Mahomes is too good to think that you know defenses all of a sudden figured him out. You know, I don't I don't I don't look at him as that mm. kind of a that kind of a quarterback. Um, I think he's working his way back to a hundred percent health. I do think that, and I think last night they took on an opponent which they did not need Patrick Mahomes to throw for four hundred yards or three hundred yards. You that's know, a good point. that yeah. that's the other thing as well. Is they didn't need that. Now the question, you come out of the game last night, obviously you hit upon from a Charger perspective, number one is what does Rivers have left as he throws four interceptions? You know, How do you feel confident about moving forward with Phillip Rivers as your quarterback? I don't necessarily think he's done. The other question you have is you know, what Kansas City showed you defensively last night. Is Kansas City now all of a sudden turned a little bit of a corner or is that based on the fact that they're taking on a Charger team with uh, two inexperienced tackles in the game. Every time that Rivers went back in a seven-step drop last night, he was under duress. So yeah. the offensive fast. Yeah. fast, the offensive line could not hold up. Right. And but was that a question? Was that the inexperience of the offensive line? You can make that argument. Do you think the Chiefs have all of a sudden turned a corner for Spagnola defensively? Uh, no, I, I, I think I, you got to give some or credit. Or is it just based on the I, opponent? I think you got to give some credit to Spagnuolo, to the defense. I think they, they amped it up a little bit. I think it's a little bit of both. Like Not to be on the fence, I do think it's a little bit of both. I mean, you got uh, offensive linemen, nevertheless, tackles that just can't hold up and secure that edge. That's a massive problem, especially, as you know, Moose, when you have a guy like Rivers who's not really, you know, uh, light on his feet. So, you know, he's not a scramble guy. So, you know, you, you force him out of the pocket a little bit. It's like a Tom Brady thing. It's a mess. Those guys are not good, and they're, they're the traditional straight drop back quarterbacks. But you know, on, on the Deeks, uh, on the Chiefs' perspective, for them, they are nicked up, right? We agree on that. They're banged up for sure. They got several guys that are nicked up, banged up. They now they're going into the bye week, I believe. It's nice to go into the bye week with a win, right? It is, you know, an AFC win. It's nice going into a bye week. You come back from Me- Mexico. You go into the bye week. You get to you lick your wounds a little bit, and, and then you got to deal with the Raiders. So, so uh, you know. I'm I mean, but the, you got to hope the key guy there is Hill, right? You got like we just talked about him. Got to hope that that hamstring can can get back to form because he's a massive, massive part of what they do. There's no doubt about it. Let's hear from the Kansas City Chiefs after the victory. Here is Mahomes and Reed talking about the uh, the adjustments in the second half from Mahomes and really the defense from Reed. 
me being a little too over aggressive. Uh, there was times where uh, you saw in the second half, I kind of just took the check downs and hit the running backs out of the backfield when I had those early in the game. And so just kind of going back and reevaluating myself during the game, during halftime, and realizing that if they're going to get depth and they're going to kind of take away our shots, that if we're going to have to just kind of take what's there. And then whenever we get the opportunities like we had with Kelsey in the, the, the red zone there, you take advantage of those. I was real proud of our defense uh, for the job that they did today. Um, I think Frank Clark probably jumps out at you uh, for the job that he did. Um, he had a he had a heck of a game. Four takeaways. The guys that intercepted the football I, um, uh, and then helped create the turnovers. I again, I'm proud of those guys. Yeah, that, that clock. I forgot about him. He did play great. Oh, clock was great. Yeah, this came from Seattle, right? He was at Seattle. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was tremendous. Yeah, he was definitely forgot about it. How could you forget him? I, I, me, me, me. I forgot how good he did play. Tremendous. Yeah. No, he was. And you know those tackles for the Los Angeles Chargers were said, terrible. They, they, were last night. Yeah, they, they really were. were. How about from the Chargers? Here's Lynn and their quarterback Philip Rivers lamenting after the loss. We got to get the ball in the end zone. You know, we kicked too many field goals in the first half. A team like Kansas City, you can't kick field goals. You got to score. And I thought we let them hang around by kicking field goals. Defense, I thought, pretty much played good the whole game except for the third quarter, two drives in the third quarter. You know, I love the way they fought at the end and, and get, kept giving us chances. And get, uh, we got the ball back several times, and offensively we weren't able to get the ball down the field until that last drive. You know, Phillip made some great throws to get us into that situation. Mike Williams made a great catch, but we did not finish the game. Not scoring in the red zone. Uh, we got in there once. And uh, twice, I guess, but... We, we just, you know, um, not scoring a red zone and turning it over, man. Just, that, that gets you beat, and that's what's gotten us beat all year. There you have it, and it has. And Rivers last night was terrible. And that decision late uh, with an opportunity, a last-second opportunity to try that game up, to, to tie yeah. that game up, Taz, uh, was just a terrible decision and a worse throw. Yeah, no, absolutely. It just looked – Rivers just, just looked like uh, – I mean, usually these veteran guys, you know, with that insane success like Rivers. I hate to talk about him in past tense. I mean, I, I shouldn't do that because he's still playing. He's, you know, he's, he's he's still a really good quarterback. But you know, usually that decision making thing is not a problem with those those guys that have been in multiple battles for for many years. And he made some some just mental errors, and well, that's the stuff that's tough to swallow for if you're a Charger fan. No doubt. I mean, number one, the decision to make that throw on his last interception, and then the second point is the placement of the football. That's got to be a ball where it's up in the air, where you're looking for your receiver to high point the football more so than a case where you underthrow it. You cannot underthrow that football because right. if you underthrow the football with the coverage that's there. That is going to be an interception. And so you have an issue with the decision to make that throw. And then secondly, you have a decision with how he basically executed the play because it was a god-awful throw, too. Yeah, no, it was. It was. And and he's one of those guys, Rivers, when he throws the ball bad, it looks real bad. Because he's, I don't think he's like an ultra-athletic guy. You know, like I think he's, a, he's got a tremendous arm and he's had a lot of success, like I said, but... Like when you watch him, he's a little bit like he's oh, even in his prime. He was a little bit when you know well, lethargic. That, he can't looking, run. You know? Yeah, he's just not. He's just right. clumsy looking. You right, know? exactly. I mean, he more lumbers along lumbers, than, he, than he exactly yeah. than he runs, and he's never had a you know he's never had a cannon for an arm, but he yeah. understands where he needs to put for the football. You know, right? I mean, he right, can throw right. the ball deep. It's not like he can't oh, throw no, the ball no, deep. No. But comparatively speaking to the other guys, especially when he was in the prime of his career. Rivers was always has that sidearm delivery. Right. Does it a little bit differently than everybody else, but has had. You know, really good and arguably, when you look at it, you know, Hall of Fame type career. Did you see uh, 
how is it? Mahomes, they showed him throwing the ball, trying to, before the game, like, threw the ball like 70 yards. You see him do that? I did. They, that was crazy. Like, with the elevations, but it's higher than, uh, than in Denver. Yeah, it is. I mean, and, and he saw this guy sucking wind at, at certain points of that game last night. How about Butker, the kicker for Kansas City, kicking the 71-yard field goal? Crazy. Pre-game. Same. Pre-game. Pre-game. 71-yard field goal pre-game. Well, that's easy, though. I could do that. Pre-game. You know, so fresh. 71 yards, yeah. Put on. I'd like to see that. I'll do it. Dude. Hashtag we over. <laughs> Get the Kingsman home for yeah. me. Yeah. Let, let Speakerphone Jones be the long snapper. Correct. Yes. That's your team. Laces out. That's all I need. Laces out. That's it. Laces out. Laces out. That's it. That's all I need. I'm good, dude. I'm telling you. As Casey turned a corner defensively, it's time for the Chargers to think about moving on from Phillip Rivers, we want to hear from you. Monday Night Football reaction on this Tuesday morning. Taz and the Moose with you, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. So the point of the week is brought to you by Granger. Let's take a look at the one who got it done. This week, it's Lamar Jackson. He completed 17 of 24 passes, 222 yards, four touchdowns. Rushed nine times for 86 yards as the Ravens absolutely crushed the Texans 41-7 down in Baltimore. The player of the week was brought to you by Granger. Granger's got your back when it comes to the safety and industrial supplies that keep your facility running. Get what you need when you need it at Granger.com. You know, it's not an important thing, but it's interesting to note in yeah. this studio, there's at least uh, three trash cans. Usually there's just one or two, which no, it doesn't bother me, but... There's one over here that overflowing and did with the cleaning crew. A lot of garbage. A lot of garbage. I mean, was there like, was there an issue with the cleaning crew? Did they just not work last night? What happened? I, I don't know. Andrew, do you know? I, I mean, I, you're I, here I all don't. the time, aren't you? They might have missed the garbage can if it was in the corner. Yeah, but no, there's one over there overflowing. There's cups all over the place. I mean, isn't that Mike's job to come in here and get this room ready for you guys anyway? Mike Bisseglia? Yeah. Podcaster extraordinaire? Well, no, I mean, that's the problem. That's the now room beneath him. I, could, I think the loom, room looked fine. No, there's this And extra garbage is not, it's not Mike, it's not your fault. That's Andrew saying that, not That's me. Andrew throwing yeah, it Andrew the Yeah, Andrew threw it in the box. Yeah, no, but I, I Morning, just, Mike. I know there's a crew that does that get paid. Unless yeah, they, 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 I don't know if they still work here, the crew. Yeah, right? no, I believe they still work here. I think they might have missed the garbage. Oh, the studio. They might have just walked right... You know, sometimes people ignore the studio. They just walk right by it. That could have happened. No, I, well, I could. Anything's possible, I guess, right? I guess so. <laughs> Anything is possible. Anything's possible. It's a little messy in here. You, you, you want to do Right, yeah. Nice. Amy was complaining about Jody McDonald left the oh, place. Jody Mack. Yeah. It's a jake really? up here, yeah. Was he smoking cigarettes in here, Jody? No, 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 no. Not doing that. <sighs> no, if like only Jody. he could. Uh, not, not doing that. But uh, he guy. was, uh, like I guess there was garbage all over the place. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, one time like when, when I was doing... Uh, the specials, the first one, of the first. I think the first one I did. I miss those. Yeah, it was well, free food usually afterwards, left well, behind by your crew, catered by me. Yeah, I mean yeah, that basically thank wasn't, you. Nice, thank wasn't you. the company it was me. So the uh, the first show you did, yeah, it was well spectacular, obviously, of and, course, and, yeah, award winning, right. And then what happens is, um, I get done. It was like two a.m. and I didn't know Amy at all. I didn't know Amy, 
and Jay came in, and, you know, we, we were, my crew was just cleaning up some of the mess. It wasn't a big mess. It was, uh, we did a three-hour show, no big deal. And, you know, apparently, like, when Amy came on the first segment, she ripped me and all wrestlers. Basically, all wrestlers. Oh, I remember you telling me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So all of the wrestlers were in here, and they, they, their studio was a mess. She did think wrestlers. all of you were wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's a gang yeah, of wrestlers. There's a gang of wrestlers. That yeah. The producer was, like, Seth was a wrestler, and, uh, you know, whoever <laughs> whoever else was on the show, then they, they I remember that a day. rotating door. And, uh, but yet, all the food that was brought in there, I always there was... It was beautiful heroes that I yeah. got from my my friends at the pork store. Uh, One meal, Marty helped right. put together some of the stuff. Holy pork, yeah, yeah, they had them all. And, and, well, do and, think, and you know. but do you think Amy's? I mean, Bogus is obviously going to partake in a sandwich that's six, seven, eight hours old. He doesn't care. No, do you think really Amy thanks, comes Bruce. in at one thirty? That sandwich has been there since WrestleMania starts at five thirty, six o'clock. You're here at four thirty, something like that five o'clock, whatever it might have been. Yeah, I show up. For so that sandwich before. has been sitting there for seven, eight hours. Bo, do you think Amy is then all of a sudden going to dive into that sandwich? A very smelly box in I, the studio. I don't. Think, I don't think she's diving in. I don't. I don't take her as one that's. I'll give her. I, I like give her, I myself. I dive into that sandwich. Yeah, no, you were Andrew. I could see you guys a little bit. Of, that little bit of a five-hour glaze. Well, over Lonnie it. would bring, bring in the Reynolds wrap. Yeah, the Reynolds. It was cold Reynolds. cuts. They the last Reynolds for days. They'll be wrapping it up and put well, it right in the fridge, oh, that marking is true. it up. Up and making sure he's got it he's no, set for the week. Right. Well, you know the glaze I'm talking about, the, from the fat coming off the prosciutto salami or the yeah. gabagool, and it gives you that glaze. Well, you get the shellac. The right. shellac. The nice that's that's a better it. word to put it. Right. Yeah. The meat starts to sweat. Very but Andrew, Andrew's right, though, because it, it, there's so much sodium and nitrates in cold cuts. Last forever. They could last... Yeah, you know, for six, oh, seven warm months. Warm cold cuts are the worst. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's I need cold. Warm when when you had a sandwich. Now you tell me that. And there was one time you brought a a steak and um, a steak and cheese hoagie. One of your because I was doing the overnights oh, at the time. It was a mozzarella. No, I'll tell you what it was. You're right. It was it was fresh roast beef, fresh shaved roast beef. Not not like cold, like fresh roast beef. Yeah. Um, with fresh mozzarella melted on top on garlic bread. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Made by a chef. I ate that at like 3.30 in the morning. It was ready for a nap. No, that. Like, Harris, that, take over, baby. No, that was made by Carmine over at the pork store. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's so delicious. He, he does a good job. He don't play around. And he goes, uh, three layers, bro. Three layers. As soon as I walk in, he goes, three layers, bro. Three layers. Nice. That means like extra roast beef. I go, yeah, yeah, bro. You got three it. Three layers. All right, bro. All right. Like, yeah, that's how he is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and I used to bring all that stuff. You know, I'm a good-hearted no, guy. No, you're great, but I don't think, you Hello. know, I think Amy's not going to be diving into that. No, I don't picture her pulling into the, the old sandwich. But she was upset that all the wrestlers wrecked the studio. And then I... I, I, I think and I remember a particular complaint that you had your camera, like, set up to film you. Tape, not film. I wasn't doing a movie. Now, I said that, that's something I just talked about on a podcast, a recent episode of the Taz show that actually dropped yesterday. You can get that at Apple Podcasts or... Already got or it. Or wherever you got it. Well, yeah. Of course you did. And on that, I discussed how sequel fans don't understand and they say filmed instead of tape. I have people in the wrestling business that work for big companies. We filmed a segment. No, dummy. You taped a segment. Unless you're doing big screen TV, not big screen movies, you're not filming. Hmm. So sorry. Continue your story. I forgot. You said you, you had a camera in front of me. Oh, and the camera was being dismantled in front of her as she started oh, her show. And that was, that. Real, that was the thing you couldn't have done. Anything oh, else might have been 
oh, acceptable, that. but that was the thing. I, I remember her. That was that one really made her angry. Mm. So my production crew was in here breaking down the studio while she was doing segment it's a little one. Disrespectful. Yeah. They should have waited oh, wow, to go to segment. They well, they're waited. podcast guys. They're slow. They well, they're wrestlers. To go to break. And they're wrestlers yeah. too. Yeah, they're slow they wrestling under, podcasts. Now the sloppiness <laughs> is one thing. I can understand that. People are in the studio as you're trying to do, and they're basically trying to break down the studio while you're on the air. That's disrespectful. Talking over you. I did not know that. Wait the 10, 12 minutes. She's talking about the Mets opener. The team like, yeah. hold on. Uh, on three. That's a little disrespectful. I didn't know that in that happened. Because, you know, that believe is. it or not, Moose, when that show would end, those show, I would just be gone. I'd leave. No, I, I trust. Yeah. You always, I know. Really? Well, that, really? That's not all that surprising. Right. There's the breaking news sounder. <laughs> <laughs> Taz packed up 15 minutes before the show ended. Mm. That's been going on for years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that the crew was in here. Wow, yeah. all the wrestling podcasting crew. Yeah, That's it. so anyway, I, every time I see him, I still think of that that she cut. Oh, then I'm in the limo on the way home, and <laughs> and then oh, what stop. I do is I hear I hear the uh, I hear her on there. I'm having this show dictated to me. I, I that hear, was funny. I, and she's ri- yeah. I'm like, who is this lady, and why is she ripped me? I call mm. Eric Spitz the next day. Uh, and I go, everything good? Because I was just going to call you. Everything was awesome. This was great. You did a great job. I go, thank you. I go, I got to ask you, the, the lady that the host that was on the next day, she's, he goes, yeah, Amy Lawrence. Mm. I go, well, she was a little upset. He goes, yeah. Well, th- how was the studio when you left? I go, oh, it was nice and chilly. It was, it was good. Everything looked good. The lighting was great. Because I don't know. How was the studio? I didn't know what he meant. Yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, was it clean? I go, yeah, oh no, it was not messy. I threw out my stuff. I, I had a, I had a dip cup. I was packing a lip in the last segment. I threw that out. Mm. Right, we we took care of so all that. Clean, but you did obviously didn't. Yeah, well, no. no, I did, but my guys were a little sloppy. Oh. So I gotcha. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> and he made sure the world knew. Well, yeah. yeah we're taking one. the ring down. There's been go. a lot of noise. Taking <laughs> the ring down. <laughs> She's breaking uh. down LeBron at the time playing for the Cavs. <laughs> And they're lowering the steel cage down from the ceiling. Yeah. What's going on, Bogus? Oh, hey, Moose. How are you? Oh, wow. uh, here's your report. It is sponsored by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. I love the- reminiscing. That yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Right, that's it. The Chargers were better than the Chiefs in the first half of Monday Night Football in Mexico City, but only managed three field goals, so they actually trailed 10-9 at intermission. Then KC's offense got going. First down, Mahomes. McCoy in the backfield. They're going to throw it deep near side. Kelsey caught a run. Caught it. Touchdown! Kansas City! And Mahomes right on the money and just drops the ball into the hands of Kelsey. A 23-yard touchdown! For a 24-9 third quarter lead, that was Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio. L.A. got one TD back late in the third. They had a shot at the tying points, but Phillip Rivers threw his fourth INT of the night at the goal line with eight seconds to go. His bolts now four and seven, three behind the Texans in the loss column for the last wild card spot. The only way I know is to fight, and uh, you just keep fighting. Sign up for them all, uh, regardless of what your record is. And um, we've been in this spot before, and you just keep playing. Never know what can happen. Rivers up to 14 picks, the second most in the league. Chiefs QB Patrick Mahomes, just 182 yards, and that TD to Jason Kelsey. He added 59 yards on the ground. Steelers wad out Juju Smith-Schuster in doubt for Sunday's game in Cincinnati. We knew he suffered a concussion in Cleveland Thursday night, but he also hurt his knee on that same play. Alabama doctors again saying Tua Tunga-Vailoa should make a full recovery from Saturday's dislocated right hip. 
Tua had surgery yesterday morning in Houston. He'll return to Tuscaloosa in a few days to start rehab. In the NBA last night, Paul George knocked on a three with 25 seconds left to get his Clippers past his old friends from OKC 90-88. Boston won in Phoenix 99-85. The Rockets handled the Blazers 132-108. Indy smacked Brooklyn 115-86. And the Mavericks held off the Spurs 117-110. 42 points, 11 rebounds, 12 assists for Luka Doncic. College hoops, number nine, Kentucky had a fight off Utah Valley at Rupp, 82-74. 10th ranked Ohio State, no trouble with Stetson, 86-51. And on ice, during the Capitals, 5-2 home win over the Ducks, Washington forward Garnet Hathaway spit on Anaheim defenseman Eric Goodbranson uh, during a fight. Hathaway uh. said it was an accident. Goodbranson and his teammates have a different story. He spit on us. <laughs> and I screamed out, I'm hit! <laughs> then I turned and the spit ricocheted off him and it hit me. Uh, I know maybe three oh, Seinfeld man. references. The Magic That's loogie. one of them, the, the Magic, magic Loogie. Uh, uh, Hathaway. Keith and Ann does one. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Uh, Hathaway given a match penalty, was ejected. Was Roger McDowell. Right? Now he waits on league right, discipline. Right, 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 right. You can't done. spit on people. You can't. And, and yeah, he spit. It was a full yeah, yeah, loogie, loogie. Yeah, even the AP. We had someone do that in the, the trash can during the break. That was a whole nother. Not spitting at anyone. Anyway. What do you mean? What? Yeah, Who? There was a loogie spit. Wow. We just talking about loogies. Yeah. Oh, when I was under the like three weeks ago. No, just during the break. Oh, I'm in the middle of talking to you. Yeah, well, I'm a little under the weather. And you yeah. upshucked, and you're right in the middle of a I didn't conversation. Upshuck. I mean, we're, you know, we're on air, so it's more. It's, it's How not are we in the middle of a conversation? Oh, we're, we're, we're in a professional environment. You yeah, and I, no, you're I, spitting up over here. I didn't spit up. I I cleared some phlegm. You cleared, it was like, like, oh, I felt like I was at the Capitol. You got game. a hairball? No, no hairball. No, a little for bit. Of, I'm battling something right now. Okay. Hopefully, it doesn't go into full bloom. Looking forward to working the rest of the week with you. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> no, uh, so I have something going spit. on right you now. I don't know what it is. Now, hold on. Is you, are your kids sick? Any of the kids no, sick? No, no, no. My son is, so it could be me. Donna's a little bit under the weather, but she battles through it. Dude, I got to tell you, <clears throat> as I get older, when I hear someone that I've been close, like physically close to nearby, I'm with says you. Don't sick. stay away. Once I hear that, no, but not just that. Once I hear that, I, my throat's starting to hurt right now. Uh, like my throat literally started. No, to hurt. I get more a case of I try and keep within a you know a ten feet, uh, keep ten feet away. Don't touch anything <sighs> that they touch, anything like that. I don't have that kind of like uh, those dude, pangs. Why, why are you coming to work? You have sick days. Don't come to work if you don't feel good. You no, don't I, was, I was feeling I, no, I was feeling okay. I got a little Zycam. Take that every three hours. Battle off the cold. Got a little bit of a throat thing going on. So we'll see what you get sick up. a lot, bro. Let's be honest. Andrew, right? Doesn't he get sick a lot? I don't think Let's that's true. No, Moose gets sick a lot. He does get sick I mean, he, a lot. Sh- he should be sick if we, how if we, if we count out the sick days between you and I. Mm. I never said that. Uh, no. If we, I have different ailments. I have different we, issues we, with my we, body, my we, shoulder, if, my neck. I'm not talking about anything from the wrestling days. We count out just pure, like, sickness. I'm not talking about pure anything. Sickness. I'm not talking about, like, I'm talking about catching a cold, fever, cough, whatever it might be. If we calculated those days. Hold on. Grind them out every day. Every day is a grind. Who's been out sick more, you or me? Okay, hold on a second. I don't keep. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you're keeping score. So I, I don't keep score. I mean, you should maybe keep score, Taz. That might be the problem. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. You, you're probably right on that. But yeah. the thing is, just because someone's out sick doesn't mean they have an upper respiratory. That could mean they have 
neck pain or knee issue. I, I just, and that's what I use. Right, right, right. I just said, I said it's nothing from wrestling. No, no, I said it was nothing from wrestling. See you next week. You're right. I've been out sick a lot. No, but you know, I'm just saying, you come to work sick. And I come to work six times. It's bad. Mm. But I'm saying you get a lot of stuff with your with phlegm and a lot of you know a lot of upper respiratory and 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 flu like symptoms. No, well, I, I told you I, I don't have, get that. I stuff. have a little bit of a nasal issue. That you had diarrhea for a while. I remember that you had stomach issues. You were running I to the did. bathroom I, during the break. It was horrible. Well, one that was on one occasion. Yeah, remember? Well, I so, told you I have to have that nasal surgery. Deviated. That's right. Me. See, that's that's my point. And your diet's probably not great. So that's why you're having issues with the bathroom. Not lately, but in the past, I know you uh, would be eating different foods, like quinoas and stuff you were eating. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, I, you, I might have more sick. Diet. Obviously, someone here is keeping score. Knowing the way this show is, someone knows how many days I've been out sick. No, I have no idea. To I just know I've been I out less than you. It. I guarantee it. Uh, I think it's like one to nine. Oh, see? I told you. And Andrew's no, no. like, well, one to nine are odds. One to nine odds. One to nine odds. I'm just saying, just you need to take care, better care of yourself. That's what I know. I, I do take. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, just, um, I mean, just. But I, if I've been out less sick than you, uh, the problem's not on me. But again, I want to reiterate. <laughs> it's important, though. I want. It's important. This when I'm out sick a lot of times, it's because. My arm doesn't work, right. or I, my knee stop moving, no. like these type of reasons. I got, and that is from wrestling. You're, you're right. So you're it's right. like when you get out of bed, you're like, okay, hey, honey, uh, my one leg decides it's off today. Then I stay in bed and I call in sick. You're right. You're the epitome of health. No, I, it's I'm battle tested and beat up. I mean, I, I'm not bragging. I'm not proud of it, but it's true. You're right. So that, that I am right. So that's why I, I will at times take a sick day. Yeah. I've only used a sick day once for an actual cold. Mm. So I, usually it's just my body. You know, it's just my body smashed up. I know that's tough for people well, on here to understand, but we will get it. Well, we could go into this all day. I don't no. know. Andrew, great job. Pal. Thank you, Andrew. Great Looking job. Well see you done. Later on, job well done. Uh, well, thank buddy. you very much. Be it's well. Taz of the Moose here on this uh, Tuesday morning. Come back. Some interesting comments from Sheldon Richardson, the Browns defensive tackle. We'll get into that next. Taz and the Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, heads up. This Saturday, November 23rd, Deontay Wilder faces Luis Ortiz in a rematch for the heavyweight championship of the world. Ortiz Wilder 2, or Wilder Ortiz 2, November 23rd, live on pay-per-view. Order now on the Sports app. Yeah. All right, Taz and the Moose with you here on this Tuesday morning. And we mentioned it, uh, obviously, when... Last Thursday night, Friday morning, when uh, the whole brawl in Cleveland took place and the helmet swinging incident with Miles Garrett, which led to his indefinite suspension, Taz, um, and the fallout therein. Um, you know, Freddie Kitchens has come out in support of Miles Garrett, as you would expect. I mean, he is the head coach of the team. Uh, you know, I, obviously, he said that that night that behavior is unacceptable, but I mean, the Browns organization is going to support a player that they believe is going to be back in the NFL sure. uh, at some point, probably next year, uh, and is going to be playing meaningful games for him. So they're going to give him the necessary support. Yeah, I thought it was interesting to hear Sheldon Richardson 
former Jet, former Viking, you know, almost a former star with the Jets at one point in time, now a current member of the Cleveland Browns, basically saying that, uh, you know, he was surprised that nothing transpired with Mason Rudolph, which is something we talked about at the time. And, you know, I'm, I agree. I mean, honestly, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with what Sheldon Richardson had to say. I, I understand Mason Rudolph gets hit over the head. I understand maybe you look at the optics. It's not exactly the message the NFL wants to send. <clears throat> but let's not hold Mason Rudolph and say Mason Rudolph was not accountable at all to what transpired uh, because he, he did play a role. It's not like uh, Miles Garrett did that without being provoked in any way, shape, or form. Uh, he was, he, you know, Mason Rudolph tried to rip off his helmet uh, as Rudolph and then had his mask grabbed by Miles Garrett. Uh, he did uh, attempt to kick him in the groin or at least put his foot in his groin, his right <laughs> foot in his groin, uh, and then his helmet gets ripped off, Taz. Now, I'm surprised that Mason Rudolph didn't have something thrown at him in terms of a game. I'm not telling you he deserves a five- or six-game suspension, but I can't look at Mason Rudolph and say he did nothing wrong there because I thought he was wrong right. as well. Not yeah. as bad as Garrett. Right, right, right. I'm not to, Garrett was you know a thousand times worse, but to say wow. that Mason Rudolph didn't do anything or it shouldn't be held accountable for his actions, I mean, Mason Rudolph was wrong as well. Absolutely. I was surprised when this whole thing came down that he didn't get anything, Mason Rudolph, because he should have. I mean, look, on the play that sparked the whole thing when, when uh, Garrett came off the edge and so fast as he is, he, he I think he thought that Rudolph didn't release the ball yet to the back that was on the left. It looked like they were setting up a screen or something like that, if I remember correctly, the Steelers. And he wrapped him up, meaning Rudolph wrapped up, uh, uh, not Rudolph, Garrett wrapped up Rudolph, I should say, and took him down and held him. And then Rudolph started trying to rip his helmet off. It, Rudolph got pissed at Garrett. And that's where the tussle really, really started right there and that whole thing, and it just went, went out of hand. Yeah, there's no doubt about it that Mason Rudolph should have got something for sure because he was far from an angel in this situation. They were both wrong, both of them. Well, right, and, and what Richardson had to say is true, right, where he says make it sound like you just can't be a quarterback and you do as you please in this league. But, I mean, let's be realistic here, Taz. If Say if it's not Mason Rudolph. Say if that's David DeCastro. Right and 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 Miles Garrett that gets into it right and DeCastro and they're you know going at it and DeCastro tries to rip off Garrett's helmet is unsuccessful then as he's going to the ground he puts his right foot in Garrett's groin then Garrett rips off the helmet of DeCastro and then hits him over that you mean to tell me David DeCastro is not getting anything oh, of course he is absolutely you see it all the uh, time of, of, offensive line and defensive line getting into fights and they, they both get punished they both yeah. get punished right, right so right. i mean what you know and and i understand we're kind of nitpicking here in terms of of Rudolph here but i mean the quarterback is protected to the ultimate degree in the national football league well, you can't hit him high you can't hit him low there's basically like a you know a, a, a three by three foot square that you can basically hit them in where a penalty is <laughs> not going to be thrown, Taz. On right, you, right. you know, you you got to make sure it's got to be a step. If it's a step and a quarter, a step and a half, uh, you know, a flag's going to come out. So they've minimized. They want to protect the quarterback, and I get that. No, everyone wants to watch stars play and and starting quarterbacks and bad, backup quarterbacks leads to bad football, but. If a quarterback's going to behave the way Mason Rudolph does, and the point that Richardson's making is that if you take any other player on the team outside of the quarterback and he does what he does, he's facing a suspension. Because when they announced the, the suspension for Miles Garrett, 
um, and for Pouncey, uh, and he gets three games, they say, well, M- uh, Mason Rudolph will be fined at a later date. And and still. That's not right. That's no, not right. not right at all. I mean, no. it, it's not right because it's basically empowering Rudolph as well to where what Rudolph did, he was wrong too. Well, no, listen. If you, How much can you protect the quarterback? I, I know. I agree with you. If you watch the play back, right, it, it really was Mason Rudolph who started the fight. Right. He did. He was throwing the ball to his left. He didn't like getting hit by Garrett the way he got hit. Well, but what happened, he was right. He was going, going to throw the ball to his left to Trey Edmonds. Okay, like I said, it looked like they would set up a screen. And then while, while it was a quick throw and Garrett came off the edge like lightning, like he always does, I really don't think, because I watched it back several times, I don't think Garrett realized that Rudolph threw the ball to Edmonds. I think that, that Garrett thought he sacked he sacked Mason Rudolph. I think he thought Rudolph still had the ball. Correct. That's why he held on. When he wrapped him up, he kept his clasp, his grip. Uh, uh, Garrett did. Took him down. And as he took him down to the, to the turf, now Mason Rudolph, no football in hand because Edmonds has the football. Mason Rudolph starts prying the helmet, trying to get Garrett off of him. Like, get off me, get off me. And he's prying off his helmet. Now Garrett's like, yo, what the, you know, what the heck's going on? And then the fight starts. Rudolph's the guy who kind of started the fight. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Taz, I, I don't disagree with you. He kind of instigated it, and then Garrett obviously took it to a level. He, you know, he went really over the top. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> no, he, lost, he did. You he could, lost his mind. When, he, when, when Garrett's helmet started to come off, when Rudolph started to pull his helmet off on, on the way on the ground, Garrett, you could see his body. Like, it's happened. Like, where you snap a little? I've had that. And he snapped, and you could see Garrett snapped when he was on the ground and got up, ripped off his helmet, and just lost it. And then Rudolph was definitely not, it wasn't an even fight. Um, but, yeah, he used the helmet as a weapon, as we know what happened. It's crazy what Garrett did. He should have never done that. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think Rudolph doesn't get suspended because, A, he's the one that got hit over the head with the helmet, or, B, because he's a quarterback? I think it's first day. I think because he's the one who got hit with the helmet and it looked like it was such a it, it was a it was violent, violent act, hit. and uh, everybody went crazy about it. And I think that if it, it was a victim, he was the victim. But meanwhile, if, again, like we just broke down the whole play, you and I. If you go back, ladies and gentlemen, and watch the play, he wasn't a victim. He was the instigator in this fight. Garrett just took it to another level where Garrett became, you know, the, the assaulter. You know, when he was really wrong when he did. Correct. It's like when you'll see, and you see it from time to time, Taz, where guys get into it on opposing teams during the course of a game, right? They never catch the first guy. They always catch the second guy. Always. They always catch the second guy reacting to what the first guy did. And he might, you know, you know, take a swipe or hit him in the yeah. face mask or whatever. But it's not, it's not dual penalties. It's the single penalty. But the funny thing with this is, or is that the NFL had a chance to review the film and they didn't do anything to Mason Rudolph. Yeah. So, you know, he you know, moves on, and and uh, for uh, he moves on. He'll continue to play as Miles Garrett. And Miles Garrett, the idea that he never plays in the National Football League again, where some people have said it, uh, and that's kind of died down here as of late. I mean, Taz, he's going to play in the NFL. And he should. And he should. Yeah. He should. I mean, and, and I don't want to hear about the fact of assault. I, I don't want to hear about it, where the game was, if, if it was, if this was. They weren't on the street. He lost his mind. I get it. I understand. I can't walk down the street, and Taz, you and I, you know, we were kind of having fun at the time. I can't walk down the street, take a helmet, and go hit somebody over the head. I'll be in, I'll be in jail. Can't do that. You got the guys working on the corner right now from right. Uh, whatever, Con Edison, whatever it is called now, the, the the electric company. And you go up there, over in construction helmets. I might walk down there later, go to Starbucks, grab one of their helmets, their construction helmets, 
and hit Pete the body right in the head with it. By the way, can I ask you something? Nice working with you. Yeah, right. The, can I ask you the parking around here? And I, I know oh, people, yeah. you know, we're in lower Manhattan, right? In yeah. what, Tribeca. The and, hood. You know, it used to be like basically like used to park down here. It used to come here at like 4.35, 5.30 in the morning. There was streets, you know, you could park anywhere. No I mean, more. it was no. no more. No, no. You got these mail trucks. They're basically uh, taking up entire blocks. Construction all over the trucks place. Everywhere. The food trucks are there like 3.30 in the morning for that next day. Yeah, what do they do? Park the car at 3.45 yeah. and then basically take a nap in the back? They do. Well, speaking of taking naps. They put naps, out a cot. Is that what they do? Speaking of taking naps, I was taking a nap a couple of weeks ago on the car. Taking a little quick little siesta. And um, I hear this. Like, what the? And the guy's knocking on my window. I could, he's hardly speaking English. your car. He said, hey, uh, amigo, can you move up a little bit? He wants to park his food truck yeah. behind me. Yeah. He wanted me to move my car up. I said to him, get out of here. Oh, I if you moved it, you would have yeah. gotten free food. He looked at me and he did this face like, ah, come on. That's a Pesegli special. Yeah, that's it. Mikey B does that. Mikey B gets free meals all the time because he goes up to the food trucks and says, you want this spot? And like, sure. He's no, like, I'd like a meal today. Like, come with, back at noon. Everything with Mike is wrapped around food. Give me the secret handshake. <laughs> Pigskin pile up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.